Um, okay, let's start again. Um, it's your girl Monica Lee, and we are back for the tenth episode of Talks with Monica Lee show. Um, the aim of the podcast is literally just to educate, to increase, empower, to just give you a lot some, just talk about stuff that we go through in day to day. I know you've been listening for the last nine episodes, so you know what we are about. Um, but today I felt like, you know what, let's switch this up. As Valentine's approaching, I think it will be great just to talk about just amazing spots, amazing events that you should be going to. Talking about like speed dating, online dating. I want, I want to talk about best stuff. So I thought, you know what? Let me bring in my friend, um, CR. Like absolutely amazing. She's been doing some great events. Literally, you've been like motivating. You've been putting up some <laughs> some conversation, Trying, talk, yeah, like man. um on Twitter and stuff, yeah. but let me not even go into it. Let me just allow you to introduce yourself because who better <laughs> than yourself can introduce Thank you, <laughs> my love. But yes, talk up the things. Tell yes, them. I am a CR. Um, I was on Backchat London for season Ooh. two and season three. And off the back of that, I was able to build my own platform. Um, I started with a campaign and we did loads of empowering events oh, around yes. inclusivity, um, including not just, you know, sexual inclu- inclusivity, but disabled, abled body, mm-hmm. all those different things. Um, alopecia, we kind of tried to aim at marginalized groups. So we did that for a while. And after a while, I felt like I was a bit too scattered. So like I have my brand and I'm doing hostings and mm-hmm. talks and then I have the campaign and I just felt like it wasn't working together. So I dissolved the campaign and said that everything I was going to do would be under my own branding and under my own name because it's me, I'm yeah. doing it. So I don't need to have it under different sectors and umbrellas. Um, and then from there, I went into radio, which I've been trying to do forever. So it was a really big thing for me. Um, started doing radio presenting and getting more into like music journalism, which is a massive passion of mm-hmm. mine. Music is my life. Um, I started doing that. And then, yeah, we've been doing events. So date night is an event that we run annually. We want to make it a little bit more regular, but it started as just an idea around Valentine's and mm-hmm. feeling like a lot of the black community don't speed date, especially young black communities. There's this taboo around it. um, And I felt like we could recreate it and do things that would allow people to feel less uncomfortable. So, for example, we have no cameras, no filming during speed dating. Um, If you're not speed dating and you're just coming to the actual event, Mm -hmm. you can't come in when they're speed dating because they'll feel uncomfortable because people are watching them. So we we literally tell people you you have to wait outside. Um, We sell separate tickets. We write the questions for you. So when you sit at the table, there's no awkwardness. Yeah, you just literally read the questions that we put and they're like a massive, like random amount Mm -hmm. of questions. Some of them are about politics, planting or planting, just conversation starters. Um, And it went really well and just, we just carry on doing it. And now I'm just trying to get it to a point where it's like around the country Mm -hmm. and it's something that is recognizable and it's a black event, um, which I have no shame in saying. (laughs) <laughs> we, we we have to be yeah, up, you know. Yes, just, yeah. So that's that's where I'm at right now. That's where I, I'm at. I like the fact that you made like dating like a safe space as well. Yeah. Like you created a safe space in the same sense of like you're able to date and yeah. kind of just like step outside of your comfort zone. I wouldn't really put both of that together. So yeah. I like the way that you were able to kind of Bring kind of just together. merge it to make it work. Um, so I know you said obviously you've mentioned about the dating in London. Mm. It can be a bit of a madness. I feel Girl. like just London. <laughs> I feel like the dating pool in London is just like everyone's just connected. Yes, yes. London's too small. It's crazy. It's too small. small. It's too small. So um, how was it kind of like 
like finding people to come to your event like especially when it comes to promoting did you have mm. like a specific target audience or were you just open to any like um is it same sex does it involve same sex dating or is it just literally like heterosexual dating so at the moment it's just heterosexual mm-hmm. dating um which is probably something i've never actually thought about the fact that when we put it out there we don't say Oh, yeah. it's just heterosexual, which is probably something we should consider. But it is just heterosexual. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it is that we struggle mainly to get guys. It's yeah. never a struggle to get girls. Girls are always open for it. They're up for yeah, it. Ouch, yeah. It's a fun night. Yeah, we're like, I think girls are just spontaneous. Yeah. We'll go for it. But guys, it's like, it's a pride thing. It's getting past that ego. It's trying to rub away the taboo of like people associating speed dating, online dating with desperation, mm. um, which is a really big stigma. And I don't, in this country anyway, and I really don't understand it. Um, and that's, yeah, so when we're promoting, it's not, it's not hard for girls. I think we struggle to get guys. And then we struggle to get them to come on time when they do bloody commit. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's interesting. I think it's a really interesting perspective to look at dating from. It's true, you know, I feel like we're just very reserved. Like, mm. London people in general, we're very, like, reserved and just, like, when I, co- when I even come out of London sometimes and I'll be, like, in, like, the countryside, people mm. are, like, so open. Mm-hmm. Like, not everyone, but a lot of time people are smiling or you can see that there's some sort of relationship with their neighbours yeah. or, like, just, like, just being a passerby and just seeing what's going on. You can just see that there's some sort of relationship brewing. Mm. But in London, it's like, you don't even know who your neighbour is. Like, Listen, it's mad. It's stiff. It's crazy. I don't understand it. Like... I honestly, you know what? I feel like it's it's weird because when I go to shops or when I pick up the phone or yeah. call, call center, it's something that I learned from my cousin who lives in America. She taught me so much. But when I used to go there often, um, every time we go into a shop or she's talking to someone, they'll be like, hello, um, you're through to Metro Bank, for example. Yeah. She'll be like, hello, how are you? Yeah. And they would be like, oh, 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 and they catch themselves. Yeah. So I do it. It's something that just grew on me so now every time i call someone called a bank or i'm going to a shop hi what's your name how are you and they're caught off guard and it's just a simple because someone has asked you how you are and we i just feel like londoners we're not inquisitive we don't care we're miserable we're on our phones we're robotic we're fast-paced as well we don't have time for each other we don't have time for ourselves like it's mad do you even like ever catch yourself as well? Because even when like I'm outside of London and mm. I'm like traveling or someone's walking mad slow in front of me, I'm already like irritated, like, yeah. bro, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. And then I have to look at myself and I'm like, okay, all right, is this really you? Or yeah, is yeah, this yeah. what you're so like used, used to? to? So I feel like it's amazing how you kind of picked up on a point where it's like sometimes you need to just take yourself outside of what you're used yeah. to, the habitat that you're normally in. Because sometimes I think like, why am I being so mean? Like, why am, I being so, why am I being so horrible? Like, honestly, yeah. it's just tourists. They're just trying They're to just have try, fun. Like, yeah. And I'm out here like, bro, it says go. <laughs> um, Listen, I get you. I get you. It's like that with driving as well, though. Oh, oh, yeah. please. Let's not even start with driving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's mad. Did you see that there was this some video on Twitter and I think some guy was cussing some guy because he didn't stop at the pedestrian and he got out his car and he was like, the other guy was like trying to kick his car and the guy that was driving got out the car and was like, what are you doing? And I'm thinking it's mad how like we can get someone to get us to that point point, where it's like we're coming out of our car, we're taking out our Our phones, we're now filming and it's just that that arrogance and that's that's the anger just built up. It's like... Life is too sh- yeah. life is too short for all of that. Too short. Um, mm-hmm. um, what about dating for you then? So mm. 
like obviously you said you started with the disgusted campaign yeah. which was a great concept like literally i saw it it talk <laughs> it went viral on yeah, twitter and really um well. It kind of introduced me to so many people that are quite yeah. prevalent now that yeah. are out here doing big things. So Facts. shout outs to Facts. you to be like bringing like shout out to the Project Gorilla because you know what they did the casting for me. Yeah. I went to Andy and I was like, Andy, I've got a vision. Mm-hmm. This is what I want to do. He hollered at Puddy at the time. I didn't know who Puddy was. Yeah. Another young lady called Toby who's doing amazing things with um, MTV and yes. all these things now. Fatima, same thing. She was on the Undateables. And at the time, they weren't doing these yeah. things. And he reached out to them. They did it. And a year later, they're yeah. like all pu- public figures. So it's it's sick to be able to say like, you know, worked with these people. Um, and there was a platform created mm-hmm. for these people. So it's it's been a good journey. Because I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? I would draw a couple references because I'm like, right, I've seen this person. Yeah. I'm like, yes, disgusting campaign. It's really good because especially in a time where branding and image is everything, mm. um, being a part of certain brand, especially if it's very new, it can be very like scary. Yeah. And you should know yourself, especially yeah. with Black Chat, you've seen like season one and then mm. you're like, oh my gosh, like yeah. what's going to happen <laughs> to me? Is this, am I going to be still seen as credible? You know how yes. it comes with, um, it's just with TV, yes. like reality TV in general. We have this um, concept where some people just don't take people that mm. does reality Serious. seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get it because one point I'm like, oh my if I just go on Love Island, my name will just get out there and life will be amazing. Yeah. Show some tits, yeah. not proper tits, no. you know what I mean. <laughs> not proper tits. <laughs> and then life will just yeah. be great. And then sometimes I just have to like remind myself it's like mm. different people's got different path and different yeah. journeys. Yeah. And it's just like not everything is for you. Just because it works for one person doesn't necessarily mean it works. Doesn't for you. mean it works. Yeah. And it's crazy because even with that casting director, when you see like a um see like maybe a reality star doing filming people do get outraged like mm. how the fuck like i've been yeah. i went to drama I mean, school for this yeah yeah I yeah did this. i paid money for yeah. that so um not to obviously like not dim not shining a light on them but yeah. it's just this like i don't know how to explain it it's just this idea where people feel that you know what if you do things fast rooted or get to the top too quick then it's like you don't deserve you don't what deserve comes it. your way yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's mad i get it because obviously you've seen like i get mm. it why people may feel the way they feel i can't take that away from them but what about you like did you ever feel that you know what me being a part of reality and you know being mm. scrutinized so just scrutinized so much did it ever make you feel like okay me trying to establish a brand and a new market away from that would that like yeah. is that going to affect you or definitely. affect people how do, the way people look at you definitely i think when i went on back chat i knew that so when i went back to season two after yeah. season one we had seen obviously that the clips had gone viral but yeah. we had not at that point seen any well me personally i didn't class any of the cast as famous or as public figures. yeah 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 i just saw them as people on a popular chat show 100 um, so i didn't go on there thinking I'm going to be a public figure. I just yeah. thought I'm going on this popular chat show. And that's a good mindset, by the way. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think anything like that. And I didn't actually have any plans to go on there. And I was already doing stuff in the community mm-hmm. before I went on Batchat. And that's something that I think sometimes irritates me because I think that people think, oh, you just came on Batchat and you just caught clout off this show. Uh, no, I've been yeah. working with the mayor of Brent for a very long time, yeah. doing a lot of work in my area. Um, I'm from Stonebridge, Northwest London. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of gun crime, a lot of stabbings. And I did events in an area before I even got onto Backchat. So when I got onto Backchat, I just continued doing what I was Good. doing, yep. but changed the direction of what I was doing. I'll be honest, when I, after I did an event in, in Bridge, I just decided to no longer, I felt like I'm flogging a dead horse. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do events anymore in this area, in mm-hmm. this market, because as bad as it may sound, 
these this age group you're already done like mm. you've really done what you're doing you've been doing it for the last 10 years i'm not going to come with an event and change your mind mm. if something's going to change it won't be through this so i feel like people are more especially in like low-income areas people are more inspired when they see you up at the top with the biggest artists or they yeah. see you at the rock nation branch it's like yeah she's from here that's what we did with lma <laughs> the branch, that's what we, you know. do you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. uh, so i thought i'm gonna carry on doing my stuff so yeah. i carried on doing like my events and um i think for a long time i felt like sugar like back chat it just takes one bad episode to drop yeah for you to feel like god my brand is yeah, going yeah, to yeah. be sh- because there's controversial topics mm-hmm. they drop sometimes when people are tweeting not sometimes all the time when people are tweeting about back chat they don't they rarely separate the cast yeah they'll just say everyone on this show is da 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 or all the girls are bullies or and these things subconsciously affect people like me mm-hmm. because when people see me if they know me from back chat they automatically associate the two yeah but i think for me luckily I articulated myself in a way which is appropriate mm-hmm. for that platform. Um, and so, you know, I'm not an idiot, gal. <laughs> tell them again, tell them. So that's just it. I'm not an idiot, gal. You know that. So, um, yeah, sometimes it's been shaky where I felt like, ugh, this backchat thing, man, it could really yeah. be a... But it's worked in my favor more than it's it's worked against me, I'll be honest. I was going to say that. I feel like it has worked in your favor. And I feel like you had a plan. Mm. And I feel like like anyone that's listening, that whatever you get into, wherever you go, always have like a plan or some sort of route in how you're going to get to where you have Facts. to get to. And even if that means that you're going to go into maybe a little shaky environment or mm. something a bit unpredictable, if you know what you are willing to get from yeah. this and what, if you look like, you know what your five year, 10 year plan is, yeah everything will make sense. Yeah. So um, I like the fact, because I feel like, especially in this age, everything is like branding, marketing, yeah. don't damage yourself. Like, yeah. um, and I always say this, that people always build you up when you're, yeah. when you're not like come up, yeah always like the underdogs they love it yeah and then when you get to a certain level it's like people feel like they you no longer need those accolades or you mm. no longer need those when that's the point that you need it the most because that's yeah. when you're having all sorts of backlashes mm. or all sorts of people thinking that they can talk on your life yeah. when they know absolutely nothing jack shit. yeah um and i feel like if you can overcome the audience of bad chat you can <laughs> overcome anything girl. i'm telling you do you know what honestly i can't even lie and say i had it the worst yeah but like just as as dysfunctional as us as a cast yeah. are, and I, I say us as in OG cast. Yeah. Like when one person is getting dragged, t- dragging is in levels, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. There's what's the oh you're chatting, you're chatting shit, no, no, yeah. no, no. But then there's like when people's kids are being spoken yeah. at, when people's Brilliant. lives are being put on the internet. We literally have to like come in a group chat and message each other yeah. and call each other and take up for each other because yeah, we have our pastors on the show, but in real life, like we understand this this shit ain't easy. Yeah. Like to wake up and getting tagged and I had to come off Twitter for the whole of the reunion period. Yeah. Because the abuse levels were stupid. Like stupid. And the thing is people don't even understand that this trolling thing, like okay it's one thing to be online but when your face is recognized you can get anxiety you can get social anxiety like you can think about the fact that sugar i'm out people are saying hi to me because i'm from backchat but they could be the same person on twitter chatting shit about me and it makes you very i suffered with anxiety season two backchat the worst and Mm -hmm. only my immediate family and circle knew but i had social anxiety i didn't want to go out I didn't like that people come up to me when I'm out with my yeah. daughter. At the time, my daughter was only two. Yeah. Um, people come up to me in shopping centers, snapping me, trying to secretly snap me. And that's one thing, like, if I'm by myself, but if I'm with my two-year-old, who I don't want her image to be at the internet at that time, 
you're putting me in a weird predicament and it was just a lot so i think that we if you can overcome backlash from social media of one of the biggest if not let me say it, the biggest talk yeah, show black yeah. talk show in the uk as much as people want to make it seem like it's just this trash representation yeah. of black people i see people having the same type of debates in my office yeah yeah, yeah. in my office and i work in a corporate environment so everyone's just chatting shit i'm yeah. sorry you're all just chatting shit because <laughs> when you're at a christmas dinner with your family and you're all debating about a passionate topic yeah, you may not disrespect each other, yeah. but it's not disrespect because you're all comfortable with each other. So you may be like, oh, shut up, man. What are yeah. you talking about? Yeah, like, so to me, it's just like, everyone just chat shit. But yeah, that's, if you can survive that back, back, backlash. I hate, I hate you, girl. You are good. <laughs> you are good to go. It is good training. <laughs> Trust me. Um, Even like with the, when I hosted the first season, I was like, oh my God, oh, my God. I like I that. Forgot. I like that. Oh my God. <laughs> Do you know what's funny? The other day, I don't know why I thought of this. I think I was like uh, looking at your podcast. Stuff, yeah. And I was thinking, I wonder how Monica Lee feels about hosting the first Backtrack reunion. If that's something that you want attached to your brand or no longer want attached you to your what? brand. You know what? It's a part of my journey. Yeah. I love it. Like, I don't, I don't even think I've kind of like sat down and really explained it, but even like the first season, it was a new for everyone. Yeah. And, um, I always say to people like when you do hosting, there's different types of hosting, hosting. and presenting. Mm. So even before that, it was like very early on in my career. Like mm. I've been just like twanging it. Like I don't yeah. know, going on. Like I'm very a people's person. Yeah. So you talk to me and I can talk to you. Yeah. And I can feel off that vibe and that energy and I can make that room feel like whatever like, yeah. I feel like it needs to be a lively thing. Yeah. But when you're talking on the screen and never had any media training, mm. never done anything like that. And just, you also didn't know what was coming your way. Didn't know. Yeah. he didn't know any question like it was yeah. man it's not like i was able to kind of gel with the cast from the beginning from before, and yeah. like have an understanding and i was very like yeah obviously i watched it but watching it from more of a critical eye and yeah. like come like most of the stuff is not what presenters do like moving forward like whoever whoever wants to get into the industry a lot of time you have researchers yeah do you know what i mean you have like a telecom thing on a tv and it tells you yeah. what to say i yeah practically like i just improvise everything yeah, anything yeah. i learned from a in gcse drama <laughs> that's what i put to play and it's just like yeah. it's like, everyone's like you don't know what you're doing and yeah. it's like none of us did did yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. i'll be honest like no one no one yeah. is just like this is what we've seen on tv mm. i've watched all of um reunion, reunion for love and hip-hop online i see how it goes mm. so let me I'm try just trying a thing yeah, yeah and yeah. yeah it was so early on in my career so it did an amazing thing in like just pushing me into the yeah. right direction i learned a lot of stuff um it's mad yeah. yeah um but i feel like like the same as you it took me time for me to be like i just did this job this isn't me yeah like don't use one part of my job to be able to kind of figure out that this is monica lee so yeah like i just had to make sure that i made steps in order for people to realize like i'm growing i'm learning uh, it's a journey like yeah. no one starts off being perfect and i think the beautiful thing about that is that people that were chatting shit on the internet, oh, Monica Lee, da, 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 da. Oh, no, dickhead! Yeah. <laughs> now, it's like, you've got a whole resume. Yeah. Like, and if someone looks at the beginning and looks at where you are now, you can see growth. And to me, that's the most important thing. Like, yeah. you can see, like, you're doing your talks with at Box Park. Like, that's okay. sick. Like, you do bare stuff. Yeah. You do bare hostings, presenting. So it's like, okay, yeah, cool. I wasn't amazing then. Yeah. But I was just starting. Yeah, just, it's fine. Like, yeah. I always say it's not where you begin, it's where you end. That's it. Um, yeah. And it's like, if you don't throw yourself in a deep end, where are you going to learn? Yeah. Like, when are you going that to learn? That was the deep end. That was a head Girl, of, bruh. When Hardy came out, I said, yeah, I'm sitting back. <laughs> 
don't know what I'm doing, but yeah, yeah. like I'm very confident. Like even mm. if I know I'm doing something, I'm gonna still pull through. Yeah. And it was a good learning experience, and it did do what it needed, it needed to, to do. do. Like yeah. people knew my name, and that was the first step. And like what you said, there's there's always a bigger vision yeah. to everything. Like you know, I turn up, made sure I look cute, mm. makeup, the dress pun pint. Yeah, yeah, yeah we can figure pun, out yeah. everything else <laughs> later, but. Um, it's amazing to be able to create a brand mm. and the fact where it's just about you and anything else you do doesn't damage, damage who you, you are. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's just something in the future, like moving forward, always be cautious and always mm. do your research. And social media has gone so far now to the point where you can research. Like all yeah. I need to do is like, raw, like, oh, I see that we have mutual friends. We see her. Tell me yeah, about her. Yeah. <laughs> like, we've moved so much. Yeah. Um, but with me, I'm this person. Like, if I believe in your dream. And that's mm. why when it came to Andy, I believed in their dream. It, yeah. I believed in their concept. And I'm like, you know what? I believe in this. I'm going to do this for the culture. Mm. Regardless how it comes out, it is what it is. Mm. Try the thing. But it was good. Yeah. We had fun. We had fun. We had fun. <laughs> <laughs> but it's mad how that was like, what, two years ago? Two, time, flies. time flies. Honestly. It's mad. All right, so I wanted to ask, we probably went all I know, the way Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like it, though. This is organic conversations. Yeah. Like, it's like, I feel like we're catching up. Yeah, because it's been a while. It's, been t- it's like life, yeah, like, it's just mad that everything just keeps moving. And mm. sometimes all you see is what is in front of you or what is beside you. Yeah. But we don't really have time to sit down and reflect on the past. Yeah. And so I feel like 2020 is that, well, for me anyways, where I'm able to like, reflect, yeah. grow, learn, and just like take in life, like Facts. take yeah. in life because life is just not guaranteed. And I'm just gonna keep saying that because yeah. it's mad. Um, what about you anyway? So obviously you created a dating show, um, dating event. Um, please like go in more. Cause I know we was having a conversation before cause you're like, yeah, you've done speed dating, but you wanna kind of change the direction mm. of um, this particular show. So please do explain to them what you're thinking and why of that, why that direction. So. Once upon a time, <laughs> mm-hmm. no, nah, I go to America really often. I try and go at least every year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went to America in 2014. Um, and I was there for, I was there for ages, eight weeks, something like that. And that at that time, Tinder had just started popping off. Mm-hmm. And my cousins like, and her girls, they would come over and they were like, oh, we on Tinder. Da, 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 da. <laughs> they were like, jump on. I'm like, no, nah, you mad? They're like, jump on. So I jumped on Tinder and I met like, hella guys on tinder but just as in talking to them on tinder and like yeah like you look at you like like no 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 disclaimer yeah but But like yeah like on tinder there's a lot of guys they they, most of them just want to have sex yeah yeah, yeah. tinder is that kind of it's that kind of vibe yeah um but it was new it was fresh and i was from london Mm -hmm. so these guys are just like oh my god you from london whatever (laughs) but i came across this guy amazing guy on tinder um he was like, I'm gonna pick you up, da 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 da. And I saw my cousin, I was like, yo, he's gonna pick me up, whatever. My cousin's like, cool. So he's come to my cousin's house. Mm-hmm. He's outside, he's messaged me like I'm outside. So I was like, yeah, my cousin said, you gotta come in. Yeah. He comes in, my cousin's like, can I have your license, please? He brings out his license, she takes a picture of it. Good. She asks him his name, his address, he's just reeling off everything. He's cool. She's like, um, can I take a picture of your registration mm-hmm. card? And he was like, yeah, that's fine. And I'm just like, yo, what is going <laughs> on? This is mad. But um, yeah, he was cool. So we had been talking for a couple of days before we went out and he d- took me on like the most amazing date. He just showed me like what it is to have someone who doesn't even know you, mm-hmm. but takes heed to the things you said. So mm-hmm. I said stuff about like places I had heard of. So yeah. he lived in Virginia and I was in a state called Bowie, which means he has to drive past DC to pick me up, okay. which he did and took me back to DC oh. and took me to Ben's Chili Bowl, which is a famous um, like takeout spot. Mm-hmm. He took me to like a London Eye equivalent. Oh. 
and then he took me to TJ for drinks because I kept yeah. saying, oh, I love TJ, I drink yeah. forever. And we had a sick night and he dropped me back. Didn't try to have sex. Yes, we kissed. It was amazing. Oh, <laughs> was like, but yeah, he didn't, he didn't try and go too far and it was lovely. Like, and after that, we kept in contact, come back to London. We were still vibing and I was just like, I think we should stop talking now because it's getting yeah. a bit too much. Um, but I really fuck with you. And we just decided to mutually just separate because yeah. it was getting too intense. And after that, I realized like, first of all, the UK, I ain't never <laughs> been on no date with no guy that is that like inquisitive yeah. and cares and like, it's just, you just met me off Tinder, mm -hmm. you feel me? So from that experience, I always started thinking about like the way the dating pool is in London and the way we look at dating in London. And even when I have conversations about like dating apps and stuff, like people that do it, either will do it in secret mm -hmm. or they won't talk about it. Like they're not forthcoming about it. Um, and so that's why date night, I felt like we need to create an environment that makes people comfortable. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm seeing, I see loads of events, so get twisted as well. There's a lot of black speed dating events. If yeah. you go on Eventbrite, you'll see them. But I've never gone to one. Mm -hmm. um, and I always think, oh, why don't you go? Yeah. Apart from the fact that my face is recognizable. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why would I not go to a speed dating event? One, because it might be awkward. Mm -hmm. Two, because what? Is there going to be hella people just standing there watching me? Just like loads of different things. So I guess for me, like, I want speed dating amongst the black community to be a normal thing. Mm -hmm. I want, like, we talk about the dating pool being crap. The reason why the dating pool is crap because we go to the same events with the same people. We don't step outside of our comfort zones. We don't do spontaneous things. I'm talking about holistically yeah. in terms of, like, you know, like, going on a dating app and, you know, whilst, importantly, being safe, mm -hmm. I think that people do stuff that isn't safe in the dating pool. Um, dating markets, should I say, but whilst being safe, like just exploring in London, you know, especially, yeah, in London, doing things that may not be, yeah, the most normal thing to do, but just exploring and meeting new people, meeting people that are outside of your your regular um, social group. Mm. So that's kind of where I want to go with date night. Um, yeah, that's kind of where I want to go. Although we're changing direction, yeah, in terms of like the speed dating, we will come back to that, but I think that needs a lot more developing. Um, with speed dating, with the issue, we were having issues like people not coming on time means that the dating has already started, so there's gaps, mm. and then people are trying to fill in the gaps, which is messing up the rotation. Yeah. It just looked the last one was very higgy haga to me. I didn't like it at all. So we've tried to do this time we're doing a game show. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So I created the game, a few game, three games. One is called Poetic Justice. Ooh. One is called Gimme Brain. And one is called... Give me who? <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't remember what the other one's called off the top of my head. But there's six games that I curated. Um, and we're going to have like everything, like the buzzer sounds, oh, cue sick. cards. Um, yeah, that really, it's going to be Don't forget my invitation. Cool. In yeah, girl, you on the guest list. Oh, I already told you. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's going to be sick. So it's, I hope people engage and everyone that likes the interactive stuff. And if they do, that's something that I want to explore as well. I know Big Clash have been doing, mm. they've been holding it up for this game show thing in the UK for years. They've been years. doing extremely well. Yeah, yeah man. Big Especially in the uni scene. I feel like yeah. sometimes we neglect the uni Facts. scene, but it's a hot... It's a whole it's a marketing whole thing in its own. So yeah. yeah, big up to them. Definitely, big up Big Clash. So I think that we're doing a similar thing to Big Clash, but it's it's different. Yeah. Um, and I think that it's gonna go really, really well. I'm excited yeah. for you. I can see like if you could see what I can see. Like, <laughs> so it's got such a huge grin on her face, and yeah. it's lovely to see like just your progress and your journey. Yeah. Um, what else do you think that you can bring out in 2020? Like. 
girl i want to i am <laughs> oh my god i am so focused on the music stuff right now yeah. um i always say like it's it's hard for me because i'm so passionate about music but i'm not an artist mm-hmm. um people sometimes don't get the link but music has been a part of my life since i can remember my dad is a music man and he put Ooh. me onto like abba mm-hmm. he put me onto whitney houston he used to put me onto songs like love come down okay. um yeah man he put me onto a lot of music and i do the same with my daughter now so it's it's amazing and i think that like for a long time the scene in the uk wasn't as ripe as it is now so connecting with uk music was a struggle for me mm-hmm. um and now that we have a scene that is as big as it is now um it's beautiful man it's just beautiful it's beautiful to be able to speak about albums and creativity and um up we see like new artists this is the the, the only time i can remember in history that we see artists from their grind stage like we see them they drop one song boom they yeah. just gone notes happened hardy caprio happened millions of new artists yeah. coming up he's sick just stuff like that um so i'm really like into my radio presenting bag right now mm-hmm. doing a lot of press i'm trying i did, did that launch the other day How it was, was that? sick it was so you living your best life yeah it was just crazy like we did, did i got an invite to do press at dig that's event at five and they were telling me to be there for 8 30 mad and i'm coming from work I'm rushing to after school club to get my daughter. Yeah. I don't have no childcare. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be there. Good. And literally the sacrifice I had to make that night is mad. Like I had to drop my daughter mm-hmm. to my cousin's house, then go to dig that's launch. She was sleeping. My radio producer, bless him. He come with me, yeah. picked her up, carried her, brought oh. her into her bed for me. Cause it was 1am and she yeah. had school the next day. And I was like, I feel so bad, but I have to do these things because one day like this will pay off and yeah. you'll be living your best life. So it, it's just a sacrifice that you we all have to You've got to stay ready make. in this industry, yeah. Honestly. Like, you can get a call at 6pm and it's my people like, so what are you doing? Like, you know when people ask you that question, yeah. like, what's next or what are you doing? It's like, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know. Yeah. Life can change in seconds. Yes. Like, literally. So it's really good to stay on job, yeah. stay on point. Um, but at the same time, like, see it does come, like, you know, to be mm. an amazing mom, to be an amazing woman, mm. the best sister, best cousin, best friend you have to take care of you and you, make sure that you're yeah. doing something that makes you happy or you make everyone around you miserable yeah. believe it or not literally it's true if you're not happy within yeah you, you can the feel energy's that. contagious yeah. and i feel like we have so much experience now like from our parents and mm. us like seeing what they've gone through especially like to get to where they're young you see that when yeah. they're pissed off they'll put that anger over to you. you or when they yeah. fulfill their dreams or you can yeah. see them pushing onto you like make sure you do this and yes don't forget to do that and it's like yeah. okay cool now it's like you need to be able to be in your bag and that bag doesn't have to be money but that bag mentality that bag um financially if it comes your way and just being a motivating like just to be motivated in everything you're doing so that's good it was sick man like for me i've i I literally felt like that moment was like finally Mm -hmm. like i have watched people that I'm standing with, just chilling with in yeah. this launch party. I've watched you guys for years. I've I listened to your music. I've been to your Crept and Conan with their, Crept yeah. is there, sorry. I'll go to Crept shows, <laughs> like, and I'm just standing there, let's like, chilling, like, he's coming, he's like, you're right. I'm like, you're good, <laughs> like, you get what I mean? You gotta pay calm, you gotta Yeah, pay. you gotta just be cool. You can't yeah. do fan mode. <laughs> guys, if you wanna be in the industry, one Please. thing you cannot do is fan mode. Please. I do fan, ma- fan mode outside at home, yes. with my doors closed, yes. in the bathroom, yes. small, so like, ah! Yeah, <laughs> he knows my name. <laughs> yeah, well, when you're there, you have to play it cool. You have to just have um, to be. Yeah, it was it was dope. Like I was interviewing in the middle of a launch party, oh, that's so it lit. was loud as hell. 
yeah. couldn't hear each other, but I knew the mic. So if you see some of the stuff I put up, like it's so loud yeah. in the mic, but it's because we literally couldn't hear each other. And I just thought, I don't care. I'm about to get this Keep interview doing. wherever I can. So it was it was a sick night and it was a great experience. And I'm trying to do more stuff like that and yes. more music journalism. And I try and like put my music thoughts on Twitter mm-hmm. and talk about like, I think music, the way it's consumed now, it's just so quick. Yeah, you yeah. consume it and something else is out. And I like to play it like big conspiracy drop. Yeah, I've been playing that every day because you hear something different I every time. To, yeah. You have to t- kind of take it in. But yeah, I'm trying to bring that this year. I'm trying to do more of that. I'm trying to build up my name this decade mm-hmm. in this definitely in this industry and be a recognizable force to be reckoned with. Um, yeah, man, just make people understand the thing. You get me? <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's just powers, it's just energies, it's just understanding that it's a new decade. There's money to be made. There's the money, bag man. is there to be collected. Success is there to be chopped. Like you just all need to win, man. I'm I'm developing my own show. Yeah, that should be out. I'm praying at least an episode should be out by the first quarter. So by the I end of March, it. it's called the interview. Um, it's directed by Little Drops Productions and it's around six public figures and the things that we don't know about them and their journey. Um, Ayo Matthews is on there talking about his journey yeah. and just loads of controversial things. We talk about the wedding. We talk about his disagreements with Batchat and why he left. We talk mm-hmm. about, you know, just things that people don't know and it's all about getting to the real because I feel like a lot of conversations we have now they're fugazi because they have to be mm-hmm. we have to think about our brands we have to think about oh my god my image going to be affected by yeah. this so the show is really a platform where you can't hurt your brand mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. this is what the brand is yeah the brand yeah. is being open and being real and not coming on here and being like well I can't speak on this because so yeah yeah it's unless it's sick. fucking on the bag unless it's, it's yeah yeah <laughs> definitely <laughs> then that's the then only, that's time. only time nda or when yes. things are like do you know what i mean emotions yeah, yeah yeah court cases them kind of things i can understand we can't speak on um but yes yeah, that show should be out hopefully the first season should be out at the end of march sick. so there's a lot of stuff going on you're grinding and um i love this because if you don't like obviously without us having this conversation just wouldn't know like how yeah. many amazing things that you're working on yeah, so man. just keep just keep doing Girl. um okay cool just to round it off obviously valentine's in a few days now and if you haven't booked the valentine's like spot or whatever it's too late sorry it's too late <laughs> like i've been trying for the last two weeks to be like what's popping like yeah, yeah, everything yeah. is bloody like Booked unavailable yeah. like even i was like doing my nails and i was talking to my girl and she's like oh my gosh i'm trying to find this restaurant for me in bay and i'm like yeah. okay where are you going she's like everything's booked up like no way. and this was like maybe three weeks prior mm. valentine's so um let me know what's your three favorite spots like that okay. if you were going on a date or if you do have your your <laughs> you better, do better than the date. <laughs> um, um do you know what i'm quite sentimental mm-hmm. so oh. um i do stuff like oh i appreciate doing stuff like walking along the thames mm-hmm. um london eye just somewhere oh, where we can cute. sit and chat yeah i'm very sentimental um there are a few spots that I would, is there a few spots that I would recommend? <laughs> um, there's a hotel I would recommend. Mm-hmm. It's called Crazy Bear. Oh, yes. Yeah, that is beautiful. It's it's not even a hotel. It's more of like a mini apartment type mm-hmm. thing. Um, the vibe is lovely. You can have like the lighting. You can control it with like a remote oh, control. Sick. Your music can be playing through the, the systems in the room. There's a massive hot tub. It's sick. Crazy Bear's dope. Um, 
M by Montcalm is very popular, but it has a nice um, spa area. Yeah. Like, so if you want to take pictures and stuff like that. Um, there's another one love pictures. I've been to. Yeah. <laughs> there's another one I've been to. I can't remember, but there's a um, thing on um, Instagram, a page, the date night spot or something oh. like that. Um, I need to find it with my phone. I'm gonna, I was just started following them the other day and they put up loads of great stuff. Um, okay. yeah, yeah, they put up loads of great spots. spots. Yeah, so that's a good spot. But I think that if you're doing Valentine's Day, I want to say like, we need to get to closer to the sentimental and yeah. away from the consumerism. Um, I hear that. I just, I, I just don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like we're in this age of like, everything has to be Image. something you can touch. Yeah, yeah. So if it's not Louis Boots, then it's not good enough. And if it's not like a PLT gift yeah. card, like it's not like, we need to get back to like sentiment and doing stuff that. that makes each other happy. And yeah, that's or my... Do something that you don't normally do. So if you don't normally go on top, this is for the ladies, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> man, switch it up. Do you switch know what? Up. Listen to Just The Tip podcast as well. Big up Georgette, because <laughs> she, she drops some gems on me every week. And like, she talks about sex in such an eloquent way. And from experience, that like, mm-hmm. it feels like you know what you're talking no, about. She's been you. putting me on with some toys, and yeah, yeah man, you gotta get into it. <laughs> so definitely um, check that out. Um, obviously, this will be great ideas so for maybe 2021 Valentine's yeah. because <laughs> damn, yeah. you're too late. Um, and maybe something that you don't normally do. Like I hate cooking, like yeah. so I might yeah. actually cook. Okay. I hate it, like. That's not gonna be me. I'm going to hire a maid, you know. I feel you, sis. I I'm feel you. A clean like I'm here for this kind of vibe. Yeah. Okay, a maid that's very quiet, you know, traditional Domestic, yeah. and elderly. Come in the come take me beers. I would have to fight. I'm like an old thing, okay? <laughs> Straight <laughs> over sixties. <laughs> that is it. That's the only time, yeah. yeah ageism is coming into this yeah, and yeah, i'll be yeah. happy promoting that shit like <laughs> yes 60 plus in that application Facts. um and there's some other spots as well like twitter's been twitter there's a date night thread on twitter in there there's couple i'll let you lot know where yeah. you can go because twitter be dropping gems apart yeah. from those idiots that likes to do the most for retweets other <laughs> than that Twitter's good. Twitter is great. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you're not on Twitter, I'm telling you, jump on Twitter. It is the most important thing, for, especially if you've got a business. You've got a business and you've got the right people behind yes, you. Like the right Twitter. people that support you. Yeah. It's amazing. So um, big up to the date connoisseur um, on Twitter. It's at PT underscore XXXX. So it's four X's. Um, and she did a 2020 to-do list in London. Mm. So I'm, I kind of just adapted this for Valentine's. So there is a rest call, restaurant called... Um, Amazonico in Mayfair. So it has that Amazon kind of vibe. Oh, wow. Rainforest themed with live DJs. Wow. So if you want to go uptown, yeah. <laughs> um, that's a place to go. Um, if you're like more local to like Ease, Hackney mm. area, there's an event, there's an event, you know, there's a venue called Breaking Bad Inspired. Oh wow! Cocktail experience. So it's called ABQ Hackney Breaking Bad inspired cocktail experience, where you can pick, infuse, and drink your own cocktails. I'm gonna need this thread. Yep, I'm gonna <laughs> send it to you. Um, the Ivy. I've been to the Ivy in Soho, and there's an Ivy in Ivy Asia in Saint Paul's. So um, that looks good. So yeah, and there's another one that might be a bit more chilled. Like you know, you know, I'm not trying to spend no money because 2020 is all about saving. Saving. Um, big up to Rita, Miss Rita B, on Twitter. 
Um, she's saying like dirty bones. I don't think they're that expensive, but they have a great bottomless brunch. Mm. Um, also got the Gibson in Old Street. Um, it's a proper cool cocktail bar. So if you like drinking, um, we've also got the street lounge at Bread Street Kitchen. So there's a couple there's things. There's quite a few options. Selfridges, um, they have a cinema there. So for a quick movie at the Selfridges, there's cinema two in one. Okay. So two prices for the, like two tickets for the price of one. And yeah, so there's some nice places there's up some in vibes, there. So yeah. um, do have a look. It might be too late. However, you can book for summer, birthdays, anniversaries. There's so many things. Mm. Um, but thank you so much for yeah, coming on. thank you for having me. Please let them know when your event is. Mm-hmm. Like just more details, where they can find more details, obviously, because you haven't released everything or fly yes. or anything yet. So this is exclusive. When does this come out? This is new, new. Um, this will be out in two weeks. Oh, okay, perfect. So, so by the time this is out, everything will be out. Um, tickets and flyer will be out on the 31st of the 1st. Um, the venue is in Lighthouse, which is in Shoreditch on the same strip as Cargo. Amazing. It's on the 1st of March. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be different. If you've never been to... Um, I don't even want to call it a dating event because I think people think that it's just for singles. Mm-hmm. But if you're a couple and you want to come and you want to catch some joke, come true. Come true. There's going to be performances. Big Tefs is performing. He's a great artist. We have a headline artist as well. We have loads of vendors, sponsors as well. Big up AfriClick. They're a dating app for black, oh. African and um, Caribbeans. They're going to be their sponsoring as well so you can get more information from them. We're going to have cupcakes. Yes. We're going to have the whole lot, man. And we have got so many giveaways. We're going to be doing giveaways for the two weeks leading up to the event, mm-hmm. one giveaway a week online. Um, yeah, and we've got loads of shit. Look, I said loads of shit. <laughs> loads of great stuff to give out. Um, big up the sponsors. I don't want to name one because I can't remember all of them off I my head. You. But um, yeah, it's going to be sick and it's something different. I think it's it's time we all kind of stepped out. It's 2020, it's a new decade. Let's get it. Let's meet new people, especially if you're creative. Like, mm-hmm. I love the fact that loads of the creatives and public figures that I mess with they love date nights so they come through and you can literally meet a podcaster that you want to work with and just have a conversation and they may like you they may think yeah she's cool you know she's a vibe and they may want to work with you so come down and just catch a vibe tickets will be out they're starting at eight pound um but yeah, it's going to be sick. Yeah, it's not it's going to be sick. For those that's always like, oh my gosh, like, I'm tired of the same events. Here you go. Yeah, like, she's bringing definitely. you a new, like, new event. She's definitely. bringing you some fresh vibes, some good energy. So mm. yeah, why not step yeah, out of your man. comfort zone? Like I said, you want to you wanna be able to kind of, like, network more yes. or be in different spaces and meet yeah. new people. You can't do that in your bed, unfortunately. Facts. So get out of your bed. <laughs> and make your way to Bloody Shoreditch because yeah. you're standing <laughs> on it, okay? It's local to everything. Yeah, honestly, no excuse. it's going to be fire it's gonna um, be so fire you might meet your partner you might meet your future husband yeah cause... the girl's been asking me like <laughs> what's the date in Paul I'm like listen when the tickets are out then come back and oh, ask me dude. when I can see who's purchased in it but like I just like off based off all the other date nights we've had like we've had the energy is amazing and I think that's important when you go to events you want a good energy yes. you want to feel welcome the girls that work on the team they're all my friends and family so they take it date night as though it's their event. So Good. you calm, like you feel the love because they want the event to be amazing. And everyone works, man. Like behind the scenes. They do. I've hosted one mad. of your events before and they're Girl, absolutely great. The vibe, yeah. the energy, it's all good. So. Yeah, man. Come true. Thank it's gonna be you. Sick. Please let them know where they can find you on the socials, um, Twitter, Instagram, all of that. Um, Tinder. I'm joking. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> not no more, man. I can't do London Tinder, <laughs> but you can find me on Instagram at I am Miss Sia, or one word. You can find me on Twitter, 
uh, I don't even know what my Twitter is. I think it's Miss CR. Mm-hmm. Um, hashtag the date night queen. <laughs> hey. um, but yeah, you can find me on that. Tinder, no, I'm unavailable at the moment. Um, trying to not be available, but. <laughs> I hear you, honey. I yeah, hear man. You. <laughs> Thank you so much. And yeah, can't wait for your event. So Thank just you. keep watching, keep looking up for see She's got some amazing projects coming out. And keep listening to the Talks with Monica Lee show, yes. of course. Um, the next live Talks with Monica Lee show will be on the 4th of March at Box Park Shoreditch. We are celebrating International Women's Day. Yeah. I've got such a fire lineup. Like, literally, it's crazy. And the tickets are free. Like, bro, like, there's no excuse not to come true. So, roll true. It's going to be a vibes. And um, we'll be back with another episode in two weeks. And I promise you, 2020, I'm going to be more consistent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put shit out on time. Um, but no, honestly, thank you all for rocking with me. And have a blessed day, evening, morning, night, whenever you're listening. And I'll be back very soon. It's going Monica Lee. And follow me upon everything. You should you should know you should know how it goes right now, okay? Twitter, Instagram, all of that. Yes, um but yeah, party done. It's home time. Yeah. <laughs> Get back to bed. Yay. <laughs> <laughs>